And the arc of the experience, just to kind of summarize, from the zero minute mark to like the 20 minute mark, there's no psychoactive effect. We don't feel anything. That's the time we're just kind of getting our room ready. And from the 20 minute mark to around 30, 45 minutes, right around there, we feel the psychoactivity start to kind of kick in. We'll notice, let's say, slight changes to our visual field, maybe some tiredness, some tingling in the body. And that's how we know, okay, it's kind of turning on. It's time for me to go lay down and relax. From the 45 minute mark to the hour mark, the individual is probably just kind of getting comfortable in their space. They're putting the eye mask on. They're taking a sip of water, throwing their blanket on. They're really laying down and trying to kind of just chill out. You're already an hour into it. The next two hours is considered the kind of classic peak of the experience. It's a very fast moving and abstract part of the whole journey. And the idea is in that two hours to just be with the breath and just receive. We're not there to analyze. We're not there to think about anything. We have to remind people that, hey, you know, the magic also happens in integration. That's when we're going to talk about it, when you actually have the full set of data to discuss. Because in the moment, if you start trying to analyze a particular moment, you're blocking everything else because now you're caught up in your mind in that analytic kind of process. So the idea is we remind folks that, hey, it's only two hours. It's like the length of a feature film and it's going to go by so quick. You don't want to even get out of your seat to go to the bathroom because you're going to miss a bunch of scenes. So the idea is just breathe, take it all in. We'll talk about it later. And now you're three hours in. From the third hour to the fourth hour is kind of everything that happens after the credits roll. And I kind of compare it to a feature film because the movie's over, fade to black, credits roll. And then now, you know, certain directors will sneak in some bonus footage after the credits. But if you got up out of your seat when it faded to black or when the credits rolled, you're going to miss everything else. And so that fourth hour is like everything that happens after the credits. People, a lot of times, they'll spring up and be like, oh, I'm done. That was amazing. That was profound. Whatever it was. And they, they think they're done because they notice that where I was just now is not where I am now. And so there's this difference between that really fast moving abstract experience. But here I am now recognizing my room and recognizing my body and my mind starting to turn on. I must be done. And we remind people to be like, no, you're not done. Based on the clock, we still have another, let's say, hour to go. Just lay there, relax, breathe. And what happens is if they can maintain their chill and just kind of lay in bed and breathe, they'll notice there's more content, more information. And now what happens is, you know, in a, in a movie, there's no continuity. It's an illusion. What are they doing? A film is filmed, let's say, over the course of a year. It's been filmed in one place in the world, another place in the world, different times. So how is it that during these two hours, there's this kind of illusion of continuity? Well, they take these individual frames and they lace them together very quickly. And so when it's all kind of rolling out, it looks like it's a continuous straight line to tell this story. And that's the peak of the experience. Now, what happens is in that fourth hour, the frames are spaced out. So there's no more continuity, but there's more content. It's there. I just had to wait for it. I had to be patient. And so in that fourth hour, there are breaks between the frames. And in that break, the individual notices there's a break and they're like, oh, I must be done. We say, no, just chill, just breathe. Remember that there's more to come. And then all of a sudden the next wave will come and there's another frame. There's more content, more awareness, and then nothing. And so it's like frame, nothing, frame, nothing. And that's the fourth hour. It's kind of already starting to peter out a little bit. The fifth hour the experience is really starting to dissipate. We're really coming back into kind of our body. 
our lucidity is starting to turn on. We're starting to process. We're looking back at the experience now and we're saying, wow, that was wild. What's this? What does that mean? And now we're starting to try to kind of analyze it a little bit and make sense of it. And in the fifth hour, it could go any which way. Some individuals, um, you know, want to, let's say, interact with nature. Some individuals want to start journaling it out. Some folks are coming off of a fast, so they're hungry. They want to eat. And some people just want to kind of continue to go with it. They're really deep and they're really getting more awareness and they're just laying there in the fifth hour. So in the fifth hour, there's no wrong way to do it. In the fifth hour, whatever that individual wants to do, I'm saying fair game. I'll be by your side. Let's do it together, whatever it is, because I know the experience is waning now. And then at that fifth hour, like clockwork, everybody's kind of really back into their own and the only hangover effect that I've ever experienced personally and with others is this occasional headache. And like we said, any over-the-counter medicine will work. If the individual doesn't want medicine, maybe some good food and rest and relaxation will take care of it because you're coming from a really profound experience. So it's possible that there's a little bit of mental fog for a moment or a slight discomfort and it will go away to just like everything else. And that's kind of really the arc of the experience. So if the individual is prepped with this beforehand, they always have a sense of that little bell curve. And it also demystifies the experience for them, takes the fear out of the equation and really gives them a sense of, let's say, knowing as they're venturing into an unknown place. So that's the conversation, basically. And um, the day of when the individual is ready to kind of go on their journey, we just refresh it. We refresh it and we practice the breath a little bit. We make sure the intention is there, remind them of the bell curve of the experience. And that's really it. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please share it with your friends and family. Subscribe, rate, and share so that we could do our part in spreading the light and diminishing the darkness.